I want to minister tonight on the importance of church. Now, it seems like a funny message because you're all sitting here in church. So it's like, well, why are you ministering this message on the importance of church? Well, sometimes it's good to have a refresher. And then other times it's just good to hear because we do go out and, you know, this goes over the, I hate to say the World Wide Web because it doesn't reach that many people. But it goes out to whosoever needs to hear it. And this has been on my heart. And if we can just turn to Matthew 24, verses 3 through 8, it says, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell me, when shall these things be, and what shall the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. And as we look around, we can see earthquakes and this huge drought that's happening in our country, affecting the food supply and affecting the water supply. We can see wars and rumors of war. And yet, when you look around at people, they seem to be unconcerned. Some of them are concerned. Some of them are very unconcerned. Like it's business as usual, like this is just the way it is. But the birth pangs, this is the rumblings of the beginning, of the end. And some in the church, sadly, after COVID, have decided, and and look, I'm not, if you know us, you know our heart. And we're not, we don't ever push anybody to be in church. You know, as a matter of fact, I think we'd probably go the other way to maybe pacify you a little bit. If you can't make it, we'll never push anybody to be in church. But there are people who have decided that they don't need to go to church anymore. You know, that it's just not, it's, it's okay, I can watch it on the internet. So they pull up in their pajamas and their bowl of cereal and they watch church. I'm sorry, but if that's you watching on Facebook, that's not enough. And I understand, all right, I understand if you can't go to church. So before you get defensive and say, Sister Pat, I can't go to church, okay? You're excused. You can shut the message off and go do something else. I'm talking to those of you who can go to church but choose not to. You're either offended at somebody You're offended because the preacher offended you. You're offended because of something else that happened in the church. You're offended at God. You love your sin. I mean, there's tons of excuses why you won't be in church. But I'm telling you, if you could listen in the Spirit, you would hear the rumbling. And you would hear what time we're really in. It's not a time to stay out of church. It says in Hebrews 10, if you could turn there, please. 
Hebrews 10, 22 through 25. It said, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more, as you see the day approaching. What day are we talking about? The day of the Lord. As you see the day of approaching, we need to come together more, not less. Not less. We need one another. When you listen to that beautiful service this this afternoon before I got up and minister, every song, every testimony was in order. Well, what do you do if you can't watch by television? You've missed it. You can't do it from a remote area. Now, I do understand, and we've already gone through that, so I'm not going to keep beating that. There's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord with your fellow brothers and sisters in the house of God. We need one another, draw strength from one another, courage for one another. In these days when it's so easy to look at the news and go, oh my goodness, you know, when is this going to happen, Lord? It's so easy, but then you step into the house of God and there's just a peace that floods me. Every time I come in here, sometimes I'll just come in for the fun of it. You know, I'll run something over. Because I'll just drop it off. I don't like things to gather up at the house too much. So I'll run it over. And I'll just come in the sanctuary and say, God, what a blessed place this is. What a blessed place it is. There's no place like church. There's no place like home. We We show our strength to the enemy when we come to the house of God. We show the enemy that we're not afraid of him when we come to the house of God. No, I don't like too much to talk about the enemy because he's defeated. But sometimes we have to show that we're not afraid of him. We're not afraid of what's going on in our country. And how do we do that? By coming to the house of God. Because there's such an antichrist spirit in this country, it's easy to be afraid and it's easy to just isolate yourself and say, I'm just staying home. I'm afraid. You know, I don't want to be tarred with that you know, with that brush of of knowing Christ. It's easy. It's easy to do that. It's easy to stay home. In 2 Chronicles 20, 20 and 22, And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, Believe in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe his prophets, so you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. When we get together and praise and worship, we sing in agreement. When we sing songs like, 
we, like, there's nothing too big for my God. We're singing in agreement. We're making a declaration to the heavens. As we stand in agreement, we're making a declaration that goes into heaven. You might come in here with a huge problem that you don't know how to solve. But then you step into the river with your fellow brothers and sisters and you start singing and you say, nothing's too big for my God. What does it do for your faith? It builds your faith up. As we all sing, as we declare the word of the Lord in song, it builds our faith up. It builds us up. It says in Psalm 84, 4, blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will still be praising thee. We're a blessed people, and we stand up and we declare it when we praise together, when we're in this house together, and we declare it together. We're declaring it for one another. You might have had a real lousy night, and then you come in here, and somebody else had a great night. Well, it's kind of like an energy exchange. You know, you come in here, I always feel better after I leave, amen? How about you? We gather together, we declare together, and then when we go into worship, we we declare our love for the Lord together. It's our attitude. Worship is an attitude as well as an action. And we show our love, and we're together. But see, you can't get that eating your corn puffs on a couch watching television. You can get a little splattering of it, but you miss the whole point of it. For well. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> well, you know what? We're in an army. How many glad you're part of the army of God? And it doesn't matter what name tag you have, it's whether or not you're washed in the blood. There's a lot of name tags, Baptist, Methodist, Assemblies of God, Pentecostal Church of God, Independent, Charismatic. I mean, you start naming them, you've got all kinds of different uh, groups. And a lot of them are isolated from each other. I want to tell you something, in heaven we won't be isolated. We have a common bond, that's the blood of Jesus. And we're born again, washed in the blood. And we're going to do battle in this earth, we're going to have... I tell you, you're going to come up against things in this world, but you know what? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Victory's ours. One day we're going to shout on the streets of glory. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. Yes, we shall wear a crown. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. When the new Jerusalem. Oh, wear a crown. Wear a crown. Wear a bright and shining crown. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Jerusalem. You know, it's not over yet. (laughs) Some folks, it's over when they go on to be with the Lord. But to us that remain, it's not over yet. And we we got forward to looking 
at the fact we, we listen, we're we're in the grandest time that you as a believer can be in before the coming of the Lord. We've been preaching about it for hundreds and hundreds of years. But the coming of the Lord draws nigh. Praise God. It's closer today than it was a hundred years ago. Hallelujah. And one day we're going to be able to shout around the streets, on the streets of glory and in heaven around the throne. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. And when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Wear a bright and shining crown. Wear a crown. Wear a crown. Wear a bright and shining crown. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm glad you came tonight. Let's stand up to our, get ready to go forward and do battle for the Lord. Amen. I tell you what, there's an old song we sang. It's got an echo to it. If you can do the echo, we can do it. It says, Oh, magnify the Lord, for He is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord, for He is worthy to be praised. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hallelujah. Turn around to somebody and say, we're still in the battle together. And we'll see you, we're all going to get home together one day, amen? God bless you, see you all Wednesday night, have a great day, a great week in the Lord, amen?